Welcome and thank you for listening to our Sunday broadcast. Join us as we receive from the incorruptible seed of the Word of God today from Pastor Robert Jackson of Word of Faith Worship Center in Concord, North Carolina. I'm going to pick up on lesson four today, talking about faith in God. But I want you to focus on two, faith in God, but I'm going to be talking about faith is of the heart. Faith is of the heart. And I'm not sure, Leo, if you can make sure Rowan was over here, make sure he got a communion cup. Okay, because I want to make sure he t- takes that communion. Because he suffered. You know, one thing the coach said, you know, football season has started. One thing the coach said, and you know this playing any kind of sports, contact sports, that there's going to be uh, students getting hurt. But we don't have to believe for injuries, sustained injuries. In other words, the coach said, you're going to be sore. You've got to start hitting people. You're going to have bruises. You're going to be sore because your body is not used to that. It hasn't been playing in a while. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't rebuke that, but then I stand on the promises. I'm not looking for, for Ruthie or Rowan to have no sustained injuries because they love softball. They love baseball and football. And you know what? God loves it because he, he put those desires for us to go out here and enjoy. Now, not, he don't enjoy us beating each other up. You understand that. He enjoys what we enjoy, he takes pleasure, and you can you can witness to God in those places. Amen. Amen. Uh, but faith in God, in God we trust. Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four talks about, you know, Jesus talked about that fig tree. He spoke to the fig tree, and then he told his disciples, "What you saw me do, do likewise." In other words, have faith in God. You can say it like this: Have the faith of God, because once you get born again, that faith is activated. See, we we are a faith. People, whether you're born again or not, we're created by faith, which is substance that came from God. Amen? There's just people rejecting that faith. It's supernatural faith. It came from things that we can't see. Our body came from the dirt that didn't used to be here until God said, let, let the earth. <laughs> he called forth the earth. Amen? And he called forth those things out of the earth. Good things. Say good things. God called for good things. Everything he said after he created, what did he say? Good Good. When he got to man, he looked at Randy and he said, very good. <laughs> he said, very, he looked at Adam. He said, that's very good. But in Adam was Randy. In Adam was Pastor Jim. In Adam was Wayne. It was the whole human race. There you go. Human beings, human race, the sons and daughters of God. We're not God, but we are in the family. We're gods. Jesus said, Have you, had, does the Bible not say ye are of gods? You are gods? We're not making ourselves to be a God. We are his family once you get born again. We were that in the beginning in Adam, but through transgression he fell out of the family. But he got back in through Christ. We got back in through Jesus, amen, through the last Adam. So I'm not going to cover, we're not going to go back through the parable of the fig tree. We might talk about that maybe when our T-shirts come in. No rush, I'm just, you got to speak things by faith, right? You get the T-shirt team ready. They're getting prepared. They're getting visions, and they're going to go to print, and then they're going to... We just got our... We, had our, we got our new tithe envelopes come in. It took about two weeks to get them once I declared it. <laughs> I called them. They already had everything made up, the custom print, but we were out, so I had to call for them. Come on, say call. Call, call those things that be not as though they are. We need some more. Amen? What do you need from God? Pick up the phone. Jeremiah six thirty three says, Call upon the name of the Lord. Ask him. Tell him what you want. I'm not seeing it here. He gave us a voice. In other words, healing come forth. Deliverance come forth. Promises come forth. Amen? That's what faith does. Faith calls those things that be not to be. (laughs) Amen? That's God. Talk like Daddy talks. Amen? So uh, today, a couple weeks ago, I talked about having faith in the last days. That our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Our faith, that faith needs to stand in God's power. What he has said. He's the Alpha and the Maker. He said a lot of things from beginning to end. The end's not yet, Jesus said, but we, we know the seasons, right? It's getting close before the rapture of the church, before the end comes, when the second comes, when Jesus comes the second time. But we can know the season. We know the season's getting pretty close, amen? So we need, we're not going to be ready, prepared to be ready. We are going to be ready to hear that trumpet blow. And there's others that God wants to hear that trumpet. they got to get born again. they got to be in Christ to hear the trumpet. Amen? Amen? You've got to be in Christ to get out of here. To be the bride of Christ, you've got to be in marriage, in covenant relationship with Jesus. 
And you do that by calling him your Lord and Savior. Amen? You can do it right now. If you're here, if you're watching by Facebook Live or live video, you can do it right now. Call upon the name of the Lord. You shall be saved. But today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, I ain't never went through the scriptures this fast, through my notes this fast. Look at here, I'm on page four. Page four. <laughs> that was quick, wasn't it, Pastor? Praise God. Faith is of the heart. Now, the Lord's been stirring this on me about two weeks ago. I was going to write something personally, you know, with football season. I, I, I was a football man. I didn't play baseball. I had glasses. I got hit plenty of times, broke glasses. That just wasn't my sport. But football... Now, this is back when I was 17, 16. I, I, didn't, I took my glasses off and played. Some of you, might, if, y'all ain't, if you ain't looked through my glasses, but back then my eyes wasn't quite as challenging as they are in my eyesight. But I made MVP my sophomore year. And I can't, I'm pretty sure I either had 12 tackles or 14 sacks and like 22 tackles somewhere around there, defensive player, MVP. And uh, so today, I'm going to talk about the word, but I'm going to bring Rowan into this because I've seen, I see faith in my kids. And it's, it's what we've taught them, and I'm going to boast about the Lord. If I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast about the Lord in them. But Romans 10, 1 through 10 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel, and my prayer for you is in this church that we might be saved, and all those that hear this message and are not saved. But saved doesn't mean doesn't just mean uh, I'm going to heaven. Saves mean being healed, walking in faith, being prosperous, shalom, sozo, being saved to the uttermost, to have a to have a relationship with God Almighty. You get that by coming to Jesus. Paul says, "For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God." But not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. You don't want to be self-righteous. You want to have the righteousness that comes by faith that comes, God gives us his righteousness. And it has nothing to do with pride. But it has all to do with confidence of who you are now in God, in Christ. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. For Moses describes the righteousness which is of the law. That's the letter. That's the ministration of death. It kills. That letter kills. It always showed what you missed the mark. You missed the mark. But that the man which does those things, if you want to keep the law, you've got to keep every, every jot and every tittle of it. And there's a lot of them, four, five, six hundred of those laws. But I like this. Here's a good but in the Bible. But the righteousness which is of faith says something, speaks on this wise. You need to say right now, by faith, I'm wise. I'm wise. You in Christ, you're wise. You know what to do, when to do, and how to do it. It says, say not in your heart, what? In your heart, who shall ascend to heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall ascend into the deep? That is to say, to bring Christ again from the dead. But what does the righteousness of faith speak? It says, the word is near thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. Faith is of the heart. Faith can be in, is in your heart, and what abundantly is in your heart will come out your mouth. And if it's faith in the promises of God, get ready to receive them. Amen? Because God's not a liar. He won't be mocked. You say it, believe in it, you're going to have it. Ten million dollars. Come in this place in Jesus' name. We got, I'll get to it a little bit later. This is the word of faith. This is word of faith worship center. Last time I looked at the sign, it says word of faith worship center. Why? The word's in my heart and the word's in my mouth and it's coming out. I also have a spirit of faith. I came from a spirit of faith worship center under Dr. Jim Howard. The Spirit and the Word, they agree. Power. Amen. God gives you power. In the last days, in the first days, He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the end of days. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and not only but believe in your heart 
See, a lot of people just believe it in their head. They believe on Jesus. The devils believe and they tremble, but they ain't saved. To get saved, you got to go a little bit further. You got to sell out to Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. That's resurrection. Calling those things that were not as though they are. God called Jesus out of the ground. Jesus knew he was a resurrection and the life. He knew the ground couldn't hold him, but Jesus had to go get us. He had to go get the blood of Abel that cried out. And Jesus had to collect his own blood. You've got to believe that by faith. And he took it to the mercy seat in heaven. Forever speaks everlasting life for us. Not, not the blood of goats and bulls, but of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb. Amen? That's how I got, I got my faith in that. Thank you, Jesus. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. Now, I want to give you, we're talking about faith is of the heart. I want to give you an Old Testament example, which is, anybody got favorite characters in the Bible? I call them characters. They're people. They were real. A lot of people don't believe the Bible. They need to go back to Genesis 1-1, because if you don't believe that, you might as well shut the book. No, don't shut the book. Keep reading. Inquiry minds want to know they need to know Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Because if, it, if you just believe it, that word you've been putting, reading, gets in your heart, you will get born again. But my Old Testament example, character, one of, my, one of my favorites was King David. Why? He was a man after God's own heart. 1 Samuel 13, 14. But now your kingdom shall not come. The Lord, and this is, this is Samuel speaking to King Saul. Your kingdom shall not come. The Lord has sought for, for him a, himself a man after his own heart. Now, I could have said that. Might, he might not be talking about Saul, but this is Samuel speaking the word of the Lord. God's got a king. He knows the hearts of men and women out there. And he knows which one's hearts are, are for him, toward him. And then I want to take you over to... Uh, I said Old Testament, but then Acts right here, Acts 13, 21, 22. This is twice in the Bible it talks about a man being after God's heart. By two things, let it be established. And it says, and afterward, Acts 13, 21, 22, afterward they desired a king. And God gave unto them Saul, the son of Cis, C-I-S, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, by the space of 40 years, and when he had removed him, when God removed him, like disobedience, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, God's even testifying. This is my boy right here. Listen to him. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. I tell you what, when God calls you out, you out. Hey, man, I don't care where you at. You coming out. You might not look like a king, but if God calls you a king, you need to shut up and agree with God. Hey, Amen. I remember him coming to Gideon. Gideon was another favorite man. Thou mighty man of valor. Gideon said, what, who are you talking to? <laughs> talking to me? Yeah. God is, when he says something, it's covenant. It goes from one end of heaven to the other. And David, he said, I have raised up them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, I like this, which shall fulfill all my will. Our theme this year, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That should be your goal, to, to, to find, follow, and fulfill God's will down here until he calls us home. Amen. Until he calls us home. Now, that calling is up to you because he's given us long life. Don't get out of here short. Amen. Don't let the devil get in there. We're talking about long life. He's satisfied until you're satisfied, until you've ran your race, finished your course. You've done everything God's called you to do. That's when God says, now it's time to come home. So David, and listen to this now, David was a man after God's own heart. Faith is of the heart. David was not perfect. In his flesh. Can anybody say amen? We know, the, we know some stories about David. I also hear about the sure mercies of David too. God's a merciful God. Hallelujah. David was not perfect in the flesh, 
but he was faithful in his heart. Why? Because when David knew, when, when Samuel came to him after he'd committed adultery, murdered the guy that he, the, the, his, uh, Bathsheba's husband, Samuel came to him and said, David, after he gave him a parable, you're the man. David didn't run from that. He repented. Why? Because his heart was right. He knew that was the word of the Lord, and he repented. He still had, he still had some rough, thing, rough days ahead, David did, in the flesh, but his heart was right. Amen? God still called him King David. See, the, the Bible says the, call, the gifts and callings, they're out without repentance. God doesn't take anything he gives us, right? He don't take those gifts and callings away. He still called him King David. Because David loved the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his mind that he could muster. Amen. In the flesh. But the heart, it was the matter of the heart. You want to win a lost family, lost family member to Jesus? Then we must learn to see people like Jesus, like the Lord, like the Father sees them. Even in adultery, he sees David, King David. That's my kid. I called him, I anointed him, I appointed him. In the flesh, that ain't right. But God still had to call him there. He still saw his heart. And he had to bring that priest, he had to bring the prophet to David. To get him to repent. Because David was to lead the nation, the leader. So don't, if you, if you pray for your leaders. Don't talk about them, pray for them. Amen? Because God's put a calling, and I, I'm a, he's put a calling on me. I need your prayers. Amen? We need, we need to pray for one another. Because Jesus, God, he looks at the heart of the individual, not the outward appearance. If you're turning in your Bibles, 1 Samuel, if you're there, we're talking 1 Samuel 16, verses 6 through 7. <clears throat> Faith is of the heart. And it came to pass when they were come, and I'll give you a little bit of background here. God has spoken to Samuel to go anoint a king for him. He didn't give him a name. God just told Samuel to go to the house of Jesse. Let me read here. But God's called Samuel to get... He told him, quit mourning for Saul. It's time to move on. We've got to move on. Say, move on. move on. So it came to pass when they were come, and, and uh, Samuel came after the Lord spoke to him to go anoint his king, that Samuel looked on Elab and said, Surely the Lord's anointing is before him. This has got to be the son. This has got to be the one, Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on his height. He must have been a tall feller. Because I have refused him. He said he loved him. He didn't say he didn't love him. He's, just, he's not the one that's going to be king, Samuel. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man, we look on the outward appearance, but the Lord, faith is of the heart. He looks on the heart. Now, I want to, like I said, I told you, I want to speak a little bit on Rowan today. He's in there because, uh, well, he just, he spilt his sun drop this morning and got on his shorts. So <laughs> he's kind of, you know, he didn't have but one pair today. So he's kind of off into the, Fellowship Hall. <laughs> but he did sustain, uh, he got hurt. He, he, I think he's got a swollen ankle, maybe twisted ankle. But uh, I want to start by showing you, now this is my youngest son. No Dallas, he's about seven, eight years older than Rowan. But I want to start by showing you this video clip. And I think he's over, he, got, we've got the TV on so Rowan can see this. But now the first one, it's going to be in slow motion. I'll kind of, I got this little laser because I know my son, but you don't know what number. You don't know where he's at, but I'm going to show it to you. I think it's working, ain't it, Reed? Yeah, it's on Reed. My battery might be a little weak. I don't know. It disappears on the blue. Go figure that out. Well, I might point. But anyway, can you show this first clip? Now, Rowan is right there on the end in the blue. See this guy right here? See this guy get hit right here? And then watch him go backward and boom. Now, see, Rowan was in the blue, and that's a big, that's a big offensive end, probably about twice Rowan's size. 
I've been there. That don't feel too good. And you're about 170 pounds. He's probably about two. He's probably about my size. All right. Now the next clip, Rowan's on. He's on the dark blue. The guy here on the end, right there. Here comes this other guy. Now watch him. Boom. Play that one one more time. <laughs> See, I, I'm the one filming this, and I seen it, and I, I took the sound out because you don't want to hear my expressions. <laughs> Not on this one anyway. I'm okay. Here it was in the end zone. He could have stopped. That could have prevented it. Now, this is Huff. They're ranked number two in the nation. So Rowan got blocked. He got knocked about five yards in the backfield. Coach wouldn't want to see that out of his defensive end, right? And then the next one, I think this was previous, but, uh, yeah, this one was the one to where I said, ouch. And like I say, he's right there on the end. This big guy's pulling here, and he's going to take him in. Just then the other one just knocked him down. I tell you, that can be discouraging. I played linebacker, and I came across, we call it a pulling guard because I played offensive too. There's a pulling guard to where the guard pulls. Quarterback, tailback's running this way, so I'm a pulling guard, and I'm going to get out here. You can't see me coming down the line, and there's a defensive guy that will come up, and I'm the offensive guard, and I take him out so the back can run around me. Well, I was the one that got took out when I was playing. I got about 12 stitches Went down to Troutman. I played for South Idol for the Vikings. All right, Vikings. Go Vikings. <laughs> Alma mater here. But I got taken I got taken and got stitches. Doctor on the side, I went and stitched me up, and I was back in the third quarter. I was back in the game. I loved the game. Man, get me back in there, coach. I'm looking for whoever took me out. <laughs> hey, man. That cost mama some money. Well, I'm sure the school paid for it. But that cost, I still got a scar down there. I had to be careful when I shave. Every time I hit that, you know what? I think about that. Ain't gonna happen again. I'll be looking for that next time, right? <laughs> but that was a blind side. See that that was a big man. Now the guy that hit me, he was just a little old running back, but he got his he got his arm right underneath, he got an elbow right underneath my chin and just he lifted me up. I watched the film at school. It took me off of my feet, and I was like, man, you wanna go hide in a cave like uh, <laughs> you wanna go hide in a cave somewhere. So now if I was a college scout and a Rowan's a junior, this is his first year playing varsity. And I was looking for a good outside linebacker, and I'm sitting there, and Rowan is number 14, by the way. And I see number 14. I wouldn't be impressed too much to immediately want to sign him up. You know, I'm looking for a Lawrence Taylor out there somewhere for New York. If you know Lawrence Taylor, no Giants, man, he, man, you better run from, I think he was number 54. But we should always not go by what we just see. Come on, God looks at the heart. Because we're spirit beings created in the image of God. Rowan is a spirit being. He's creating God's image and in his likeness to bring glory to God, whether it's on the football field, the baseball field, in school, out of school, at the theater, to bring glory to God. But you see, there's some things about Rowan that I know that you don't know, that I know that that college scout wouldn't know, and I'd love to tell him, but you know, you don't know who they are sitting there a lot of times. And I'm not saying they're there, and I'm not against any coaches and the training. I'm just speaking my heart what God showed me about my son, my youngest son, that he's got faith, and it's in his heart. Now, that was just two clips of some abuse that he took. He took that all night. <laughs> he played everything but offense, kickoff, kickoff return, punt, punt return, and I did too. I even played offense. I went the whole game, but I said I loved it because we, we had limited players. <laughs> so... Coach said, I need bodies on the field. You're the body I need. I'm like, okay, coach. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. I didn't know Jesus back then. But I do now. Amen. But uh, I know something about Rowan that you don't know, that the coach don't know. Why? Because I've spent 16 years raising this boy, raising these sons and daughters. Jesse knew something about David that God knew. <laughs> He knew, his, he knew his boys. He knew their hearts. Jesus knows your heart. And when I saw Rowan take that hard hit, I'm watching it. I got my iPhone zooming in, and I'm like, I pray for every game. Lord, protect my kids. Protect all of these kids, not just mine. I protect them all, Lord. Have a good game. And Rowan came out. Why? Wow, he was hurt. I could see why. Now, a scout might have thought, well, he isn't tough enough. He's coming out of the game. Get me out of here, coach. <laughs> Get me out of here. 
Or he's not conditioned enough. He ain't been in there but two quarters, and it might be third quarter, I don't know. But, but three plays later, I watched Rowan tell the coach, put me back in. Now, I never gave up on him, but I saw it. What I see? I saw faith. I saw my faith, his faith, working together. Amen. We don't give up. We don't quit. When we do something, we sign up for something, we keep our word. Our word's our bond, right? Faith is of the heart. Remember when God told Samuel to go to the house of Jesse, that the next king of Israel was there, and God said, I will name him? I named Rowan, but me and my wife got that name from God. Because I just don't believe, I, I just don't get, I don't pull things out of the air. I named him. But God has already named him. Amen. He's called him his son in the faith. Samuel guessed wrong every time. This has got to be him. Had, had seven sons, am I right? J uh, David was the eighth. Am I right? Thank seven sons, because eight is what? New beginnings. Come on. I got some preachers in this house. God's looking for a new king, for a new beginning. He needs you. He needs me. He needs Rowan. He needs the youth. That's our next generation is going to take this gospel to the world. We're preparing them now to be mighty men and women of God. And whatever they do, bring glory to God. But Samuel was looking on the outward appearance, but God is looking at the heart because the Father knows our hearts. 1 Samuel 16, 11 through 13. And Samuel said unto Jesse, this is David's father, the prophet speaking to the, to the dad. Are these all the ones you got? <laughs> I done looked at seven, and I ain't, God ain't gave me a check yet that this is it. Samuel's probably thinking, I know there's another one here somewhere because God told me to come here to anoint one of your kids, one of your sons to be king. You got any more kids? Are they hiding in the basement or something? And Jesse said, there's yet one, come on, youngest. Rowan's my youngest. There's yet one youngest that remains. He's my last hope, Randy, to get an NFL, to get one of them million-dollar, $10 million contracts. Why? He loves the game. That's his vision. He's got, he's got to get that profit. He's got that vision out there. You think, well, we I know of one that's in Mooresville that went. His name is, uh, he's playing for the New Orleans Saints. I didn't, Rowan might tell him if he's in here, he could tell me his name. He's a big guy. He's an offensive guy. Went to Mooresville, graduated from Mooresville High School. Why can't I be the one? Why can't I be one of, I am one of God's kids, one of his favorites. See, you've got to call yourself what, you, what God's called you. There remains yet a youngest, and behold, he's just keeping the sheep. He didn't need to come to this meeting. See, see the prophet called for a meeting for a sacrifice, come and bring your family. They didn't, the father, they didn't even, see, didn't even see David as even worthy to come to this meeting. But who did? God did. And they, <laughs> I tell you what, the prophet said, go get him and nobody can sit down until he gets here. You didn't think about calling him, now you're going to stand up and you're going to, this is what the prophet, you're going to stand up and you're going to wait till he gets here. I don't know how far he was out, tending those sheep, but they had to stand up. Why? Because when God says stand up, I've called somebody, stand up, amen? That's called, he's going to honor him, he's going to anoint him. Send and fetch him. See there, they talk like us. Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. And they sent and brought in David, and he was ruddy. We'll already get Rowan over here. We need to see Rowan. Angel, is he, is he watching the TV in there? Tell him to come on over here. Now, I'm not sure if God was talking to, to Rowan, calling him ruddy. And then, because then, I'm in this message too, and, he, and then he went on and said, and he's of a beautiful countenance. I think they was talk, he, I think God was calling Rowan Ruddy, and then he's thinking about me having the beautiful countenance. What do y'all think? <laughs> I think he's calling us both Ruddy and of a beautiful countenance. In other words, we some good looking men. We some, what do you think? Is he pretty good looking? <laughs> I know some of the girls think he's good looking because I know he calls us when we need some money to go out and eat. I know he ain't taking all his friends out to eat. 
You, have you been listening to the message a little bit? Okay, good. I, I didn't want to have to catch you up on everything. But uh, see, when God calls you up, it's honor. Amen. And and the Lord said, they sent him and brought him in, and, and David he was ruddy and with all a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So, they, so Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. I believe in the power of anointing and doing what God says to do. And Rowan can contest to this. After that first game, those first two clips, that was the first game they played Huff, ranked number two in the state, and we can see why, right? Uh, and after that game, we get together. We've always done this since Mama was alive. We get together. We, we meet family. We take some pictures. We don't care if we won or lost. We get together. Don't we, Rowan? We meet at the front, and I, I got the pictures to prove it. And what did I do? Pick up that, that microphone right there with you, Rowan. What did I do? Talking about being anointed. What? Pick up the microphone. What did I do? It's right. Well, we don't, we don't, I got to have this for the recording. You can, well, you can stand up. You want to stand up? Yeah. Uh, well, what he told me was he grabbed me and he said that he was going to put the anointing of <laughs> him as a linebacker into me and what God gave him, so-and-so. Amen. That's right. So, see, he heard. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, Dallas is my oldest son, and he, he was good at baseball and softball, but he was a receiver. He caught the ball. Well, Rowan catches the ball runners. See, I was linebacker. He linebacker. So we can talk. I can't talk about receiving. And I don't have a – Rowan will tell you, I don't have a lot of details. I just try to keep it simple. I think like Vince Lombardi. Boys, his is a football. <laughs> the goal of the game is whoever's got the ball, tackle them. And if you're on offense, get this ball between that goal post and you'll win. As many, if you get in there, that's just basic 101. So I tell Rowan, Rowan, because Mama, she'll tell you what, she'll tell you how you messed up, how you need to correct it. Daddy just says, the one with the ball, get him. <laughs> Any way you can, move people out of your way. But I didn't have Jesus when I played ball, and I was good at it because God don't pull the gifts. I enjoyed it. God created me, created us to, to have a good life here on this earth. And he saw me serving him one day. He saw me telling this, preaching this sermon one day. Because that's how you teach, is you relate things so people can remember things. So I did that. Now, I anointed him, laid hands on him, that same anointing that I could catch ball players and get them. Now, show the next clip. This is the double portion. Now, this is the next game. I never cut the light back on, did I? Now, this is the first play of the next game. See that? Well, see that happen back here in the backfield? We're, we're the guys with the white jerseys on now. This is Rowan over here. See this guy in the blue? Here's Rowan coming up right here. The one who's going to make the tackle. Bam. Came out from about 15 yards back and kept that guy from getting the first down. Now, go back and play it again. Because the first game, first defensive play of the, their second game, look who gets in there and does what? Tackles the quarterback. That's what I like to do. Get in the back and make a play. You know what, I, you know what that is? That's called, the, that's called believing. You, you, you receive what you believe. And he received it. He, now, now, he's got to condition himself. He's got to work. But the anointing of increase is to just do it. You don't have to know all the A's, B's, C's, and D's. That's good. But that anointing will make you move and groove and get into the spot and make a play. Faith is of the heart. And I can tell that was inspiring to not be the one going down, but taking somebody down. <laughs> it makes life a whole lot enjoyable. Now, I only showed you, like I say, a few clips of that, that first game. 
But Rowan took shots like that that all night, that first game, throwed down, hit down, blocked down. A lot of times he got in the way and stopped the play from coming, but it was a sacrifice. I mean, it was his body being sacrificed, and he knows it. But just like our Heavenly Father never gives up on us, I believe that Rowan would get better every game. I was believing that after the first game. I knew him. I know Rowan. I know his heart. But you see, there, there are always other, other things about others that we just don't know unless we spend that quality time with them. Or I like to say, build a lasting relationship with them. Now, this is what two weeks ago the, real, the Lord put in my heart to, to, to bring this sermon was because even though I didn't know Jesus and I, and, I, and I enjoyed playing football, I had coaches that really just saw me as a, and nothing against the coaches, this is what I wanted because coming from a broken home where your dad really never just uh, cares about you, wants to come to your games, coaches, if you're listening, be that dad. Be that missing dad. Don't just be a coach. Be a, a, a mentor. Be a father to those kids. Because if you can build a relationship with those kids, you can build a team that will go to the state championship. Because God don't, people don't care what you think till they think you care. I didn't care much about my coaches. I just loved the game. I'm just being honest with you. Because they never really cared about me. They, just, they knew the talents that I had. They knew that I needed to be in that spot. But I needed somebody to talk to me about life. I needed somebody to, to keep my, I, and, and nothing against anybody, I, I, would, I would smoke before the games. I was a smoker. I knew that was not good to my body to, to have the wind that I need after that game. But you know what? I needed somebody to tell me about God, about the goodness of God. And I think one of those coaches could have did that. And, and there were some that did speak things. But you know what? You can take it deeper. And I'm, and I'm not saying, I don't know none of these coaches. I'm just speaking this in general as a pastor. Things we've got to do, I've got to build some leadership. I want relationships is how you come have the great leadership. Amen? Because God needs us all in the game. All of us. You see, Samuel was trusting the Lord. The prophet Samuel was trust, trusting the Lord to show him who to anoint. I'm trusting God to show me who to pray for and who to set in this position of leadership. I'm trusting him, and I'm listening to my wife because she hears from God too. And I believe when God, when I put you there, when God's spoken that, I trust you that I've called you for that position. And I got faith in you. And I got, I got you back. I'm here to back you and bless you. Amen. I'm here for you. Through the losses and through the victories. Amen. I said, we're going to lose, we're going to lose some battles, but you can still make it to the state championship if you'll build that relationship. We're going to make, oh, there's Christians, they're making it to heaven, but they're losing a lot of battles down here that God wants us to win. And it's going, if we, if we can just love one another, you know, because the Bible talked about, I mentioned that last Sunday, that the, in, in, the, in these end days, lawlessness shall abound. And because of that lawlessness, people don't even care about the law. The Bible says that the, the love of many wax cold. We're not going to be that people. We're not going to be that church. We're gonna, our, our love is going to stay hot and on fire because we're not going to be ignorant of the devil and how he works. We're going to love God and love people. Amen? That's how we're going to win. That's how we're going to get the victory. See, Samuel had to trust the Lord to show him to, who to anoint. A lot of times that's why you say, well, well, Pastor, why ain't God showed me the whole plan? Because he knows I'll mess it up or you'll mess it up. First the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. What has God told you to do now? Do that. Don't act. Don't, don't, get, don't get ahead of God. Just do that. And then listen. He'll show you the next step. Amen. Let him bring that word. We know there's family members out there. We know they need Jesus. We know they're not living their life right. But we need to wait on that rhema word that, that word, that anointed word that comes from the Father through the Holy Ghost to me, to you, and we'll speak that word in love. We'll see a deliverance. We'll see a great victory in that situation. Amen? We can see a change. Because God has called us to be kings and priests to him, to be his ambassadors. 
it can be taking that calendar that Marie worked so diligently hearing from the Lord and taking it and just giving it to somebody. Amen? Just handing it to somebody. Or taking some of these CDs, DVDs, no cost, just take them to somebody. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Nudging you, giving you that word. See, faith is of the heart. God saw, see, Samuel went and was listening for the Lord because God knew David from a child. Samuel didn't. God knows us all. He knows our thoughts before we think them. Why? He's God. He's our creator. But he still lets you make the decision. Will you love me? Choose life? Choose death? He wants us to choose life. God knew David from a child, and God is always right. Can I get an amen? amen. He's always right. God saw David fight the lion and the bear, and he knew David one day would stand before Goliath. And he would not run from Goliath, but he would run to Goliath, and he would take his own sword and take his head. After the word came the rock. See, the word, the faith, is of the heart. He, he ran toward the devil. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. Actively fight against the devil. And you will see your victory. I said the sword, David used Goliath's own sword and took his head off. Your sword, our sword, is the word of God in love. Amen? Now, the word is for the devil. We, we, don't, we don't love the devil. We love people. Amen? And we've got to bring that word of hope and love and encouragement. That's how we're going to stand in these last days and stand in the power and see people come out of bad situations. See, and as Rowan's dad, I knew when he came out of that game after that hard hit that he would get back up and fight. Why? These are some things you don't know, the coaches don't know, the only I know, our family knows, unless we're real close and personal. Rowan. How many, times how many times have you had broken collarbones? <laughs> no, uh, three. Three of uh, three. I ain't never had a broken collarbone. One, two, and one's been broke twice. One time, just horse playing with his oldest brother, Dallas. I ain't, I don't, we don't even need to recall what happened in the bedroom, but Rowan comes like this, you know. Oh, Lord, to the doctor. Broken collarbone. Okay, he has to get that fixed, and that has to heal. And then we go to Ruthie. This is my youngest daughter. She's in her last year of softball at uh, Limestone. They were at the state championship, going for the state championship for Mooresville. Rowan's out playing with his buddies. That's what they do at the games. You know, they ain't watching sister play. They're kids. They're out playing with their buddies, playing their ball game. Football? Was it football? He don't remember what we do because... Another doctor trip, he comes over here and he's, he's got that same look again, but it's this way. And actually, one of the, one of the coaches on the softball, Johnny Meadows, he said, I think Rowan's broken his collarbone because he's helping him over here and Rowan's in pain. And we got like another quarter to go, man, this is for the state playoffs. Now, we, we believe we don't let our kids suffer. We released our faith and prayed. We didn't know what it was, but Rowan's in pain. He's suffering. He's, he's a kid. He's what, maybe 12, 10 years old? And he pretty much through a quarter of a softball game, and there's, that could be for about 30, 20, 30 minutes, and then we go to the ER room. Yeah, we went all the way home for whatever reason. This boy's in pain. And they set this collarbone, you know, because there's really, they just let it heal. And then you have to help me here, Rowan. I don't remember if it was the first play of your seventh grade or eighth grade football fourth play of the seventh grade or eighth grade seventh grade playing middle school football fourth play i'm not there and, and his mom's not even there we're on our way because they play early games broken collarbone but this time we have to go have surgery and they have to put a collar on it because it's been broke again so when when i know some things about rowan that the coaches don't know that he's out there and he's getting through to the ground and we prayed against fear, but you know what? He's had his collarbones broken three times, but he's still in the game. He still wants to play. 
Why? He loves the game. He loves God, and he's trusting God. We're not believing for no more broken bones. Amen? Jesus didn't have one. Why should we have broken bones? But it's contact sport. We, we have some wisdom. But see, those are things you don't know, some things that people have been through that they gotta, they got to fight through. they got to battle through. That I, I, I love this game, but, you know, the devil always wants to be in your background, in your mind. You, you sure you can take a hit? Can you keep taking a hit? Can you keep taking a hit? Well, now it's time to stand up and say, not only can I take a hit, devil, I'm going to give the hits. See, not only did I, not, did, not only did King David beat the lion and beat the bear, but he took down Goliath and any other giant that came his way. Why? Because of the anointing, because of the power of your words and your trust and faith in God. That's where you have your victories. So see, don't judge people by their outward appearance. You don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know where they at, but God knows their hearts. And if we'll listen, we can build a team out here. Team Jesus. We ought to get people saved, get them healed, lead them to Jesus. Wayne, if you'll come up at this time, I want to have our youth, including, including Rowan, if you guys want to get the kids, if Miss Sherry's done, I, I, want, I want to anoint these kids. Why? Because God said so. Rowan's got a, he's got a, a hurt ankle. But you know what? Today, it can be totally healed. Swelling can go down. Why? Because of the anointing. Because of the word of God. All things are possible to those that believe. I said all things are possible to those that believe. As we're getting our youth, now that includes the whole sound team back here. When I call you youth, when I say point to you, that means you're younger than, you're the youth, you're the generation that's going to do great and mighty things for the Lord. I said, for the Lord. Come on, sound team. Kelsey, Jordan, Diana, come on up here. I'm calling you out. I need y'all up here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And as they come, I want to remind you of a verse that we'll close with. Faith is of the heart. Don't look at people's faces. When God's called you out, called you to do something, don't look at their faces. You look at the word. Look at what God is saying about you. Because in Micah 7, verses 7 and 8, and y'all can wait till the other kids if they come down too. That's fine. Micah 7, 7 and 8 says, Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. Now, kids, I want you to hear this. Youth, I want y'all guys to hear this. I will look unto the Lord, and I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I said, he will hear me. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, when I get knocked down 20 times, I shall arise. Amen. You, see, that's the vision you got to have. I'm going to arise. I got knocked down this time, but I got something for this offensive guard, this person next time. This person that may be bullying me, I'm going to give them a word, amen. I'm going to say, thus saith the Lord, thus saith my pastor, amen, at church, that God has called me a king and a priest. Do you know you're messing with a king? Somebody's bullying you? My king is King Jesus. So, okay, now we got some youth. Come on, youth, come on down here this morning. We're going to pray for you. Pastor Reed, come up here. Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation, our God. Kids, your God, God hears you when you pray. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. The Lord is going to be a, the Lord is a light unto you guys. Reed, bring me that anointing bottle right there. Come on up here with me. Thank you, Jesus. Come on over here, guys. We'll put you in the center. Come on over here. Deanna, Andrea, Rowan. <clears throat> the Lord has called me to anoint you guys today because you are in the battle. You are in the army of the Lord. God is for you, and he's not against you, and he needs you. He needs you praying for your dad, believing by faith, 
that he's going to live and live a good life. He's going to walk and he's going to talk. He's going to run. He's going to see you guys play sports if you want to play sports. He's going to see the mighty hand of God upon him. And he needs you to pray for him, sing to him. Whatever the Lord, the Lord hears your cries. He hears your prayers. And he's going to answer by fire, by power. And this anointing is for all these youth, for Jordan, Andrea, DeAndre, for Rowan. That they, you might get knocked down sometimes, but you shall arise. People may look at you and say, you look different. But God says, I like you just the way you are. And I put, God says, I put gifts and talents and I've anointed you. Be kings and priests, not to your pastor, to God. You're going to stand before people and you're going to proclaim Jesus. You're going to see people, you're going to lay hands and pray for people and see them get healed. And we'll do it all by faith. And we're going to, Jesus is anointing y'all, you guys here today. Because you're mighty, mighty men and women of God. Young men and women of God. Amen. So our, our whole congregation is going to be agreeing today. You're going, to, you're, going to be, you're going to have good grades in school. You're going to be the top of your class. Everything you do, you're going to have a spirit of excellence in Jesus' name. You're going to be the head and not the tail. You're going to be above only and not beneath. We're believing for state championships for our bodies. We might get bruised, but we're not going to get destroyed. We're not going to get broken bones. We're not going to have injuries. We're going to go forward in the mighty power of the Lord Jesus. We're going to bring glory to God. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your mighty anointing upon these kids, Father. And we just thank you right now, Father Jesus, that, Lord, you know their hearts. You know their future better than we know their past. And, Father, we just thank you for a bright future. And I thank you, Father God, for this anointing of power, for raising these kids up for such a time as this, Lord. In this crazy world, they're going to be crazy for Jesus. They're going to be calling those things that be not as though they are. Lord, we just thank you for raising them up in all their places of influence and for all the gifts and talents. Lord, we call them to the top right now in Jesus' name. We call them to the top in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your special anointings, Father God upon these kids and these young women. And, Father, we just thank you right now, Lord. We speak against negative words and, 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 and images or visions that are not from you, Father. We thank you right now that these children, these young men and women, they see clearly, Lord, that you have anointed them and appointed them to go out here and do great and mighty works for the kingdom of God. And, Satan, you're defeated. Your lies, we break them right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for that, those special anointings right now for power and victory, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for calling deep calls to deep, speaking to these kids deep, Lord, building those deep relationships with them, Lord, being godly influences to the world and not being influenced by the world. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord. I thank you for my youngest son, Lord, that's taller than me, I think, with hair. Father, I just anoint him right now for, for everything you put in his heart to do, Lord that he'll do it without any sustained injuries in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for these bones that are, that are none will be broken anymore in Jesus' name. And, Lord, he gets in that fight. He wins every battle, Lord, that you set before him. And he does it by faith. And we thank you, Father God, for his heart. Faith is of the heart in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. 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 Thank you. You're blessed. You are blessed. Thank you for coming down and standing in front of a camera. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Ain't God good? And Father, I thank you, Lord, for your people here today, Father. I just lift them up. I thank you, Father God, for my pastor, who's always been a father to me and mentor to me, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for the words of wisdom that, Lord, he has planted in my heart. That, Lord, for that anointing, that teaching anointing that was upon him was upon me, Father God, to teach others, to do likewise, to equip the saints, to do the work of the ministry, Lord. And I thank you, Father God, for the work you've called us to do here, that we will do it with excellence, Lord, that we'll be, we will be the light in the darkness. And I just speak blessings over your people today. Thank you, Jesus. You receive it? Anybody need personal prayer this morning? You feel like you need to be anointed? The Bible says, if, if there be any sick among you, 
Let them call. You can call them here or you can be at sick at home and call. And we'll pray for you. Any sick among you, let the elders of the church call. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for touching Bootsy, Father. For removing that spirit of fear and for the spirit of faith rising up. Anytime, Lord, she would fall down in her faith, Lord, that that fall down, Lord, that, that you would cause her to arise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we call in the, the youth that's supposed to be here that's not here, Father. The families that are not here that need to be here, that have been called here, Lord. We just thank you that they hear the word. Holy Spirit, move them and bring them here. That they would have ears to hear, Lord, to hear what the Spirit would say. In Jesus' name. Share, you have anything you'd like to share? All right, I always want to check with Mama when you got some got some sons up here now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Wayne, have you got our God's an awesome God? Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. Let's stand. Let's follow Wayne on this. Let's stand up where you can sit. Just a few verses here. to you and give you shalom, give you peace in Jesus' name. You are blessed, dismissed. We'll see you next week, Wednesday night Bible study. You are loved. Thank you for joining us today at Word of Faith Worship Center. I pray God's grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then according to Romans 10, 8 through 10, the word is nigh unto thee in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as your Lord and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart you believe unto righteousness, and with your mouth confession is made unto salvation. We would ask you today to simply say, yes, I believe this, and I say yes to Jesus. Now, if you just received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we would encourage you to get into a good church. Our church is located at 757 Harris Street, Northwest, Concord, North Carolina, 28025. And you can also find us on the internet at wordoffaithworshipcenter.org or wofwc.org. We hope to see you soon. Blessings.